Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. So this week has been a busy week for us here at home. Um, I hope everyone had a good week this week. So we had um, just Girl Scout meetings, which are going a lot better than they were before. It kind of seems like we're getting into the rhythm of things, which which always feels nice. I don't like feeling like I don't know what's going on or I'm not in control. Um, it's not a good feeling for me. So just to know that the meetings are going better and they're kind of going to plan always makes me feel really good. Um, the kids have been in school. Um, we have a, a vacation coming up, um, which can be a little stressful. So I would love to know if the husbands out there, how involved are you guys in like the packing and the prepping of things because I feel like I research everything. So like if we're going to um, a new place, I'm like looking up like things to do, things not to do. Um, in this case, we're flying. So I'm like looking up stuff to, to pack. Um, it is the kid's first flight and that has me a little anxious, but I'm like looking up things, um, to do or not to do for, for, um, first time flyers for kids. And (laughs) so I always feel like I'm doing all this research and I don't know if it's like a guy thing. Cause I, I can tell you guys Javier probably has not done any research and that's fine. I'll cover that. But I guess I, w- I would love to know what, what would happen if I wasn't around, you know? Like, would Javier be forced to do research <laughs> or do the packing? So I would love to know from the husbands out there, do you guys get involved? Um, do you guys just let your wife handle or your girlfriend handle things? Um, I mean, I guess I understand, like, even if Javier tried to step in, I might end up saying like, you're doing that wrong. That's not how I want it. And then I'll, I'll just take over. So sometimes I, I do, I do realize like, okay, you can be a little much Val. <laughs> That's probably why Javier is just kind of like assisting instead of taking over. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's taken me a long time to accept that. I feel like with the kids, definitely after the kids. I do feel like I changed a lot and matured a lot after kids. Um, but I think like as of a couple years ago, I kind of like, I don't know, I, I, I guess I just accepted that I'm not perfect <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Um, so this week's episode, I kind of didn't know what I wanted to to record. I have a lot of ideas, um, but I did record a podcast on Friday, so a couple of days ago, because today's Sunday, a couple of days ago with um, with my sister-in-law, her husband, Javier, and I, and it was a fun episode, a lot of like throwbacks, um, and, you know, they all got into the topic of high school. And how um, 
high school was great, right? So they kind of like asked each other, well, how was high school for you? How was high school for you? So, um, you know, they said it was, it was great. My sister-in-law and her husband, they said that, that it was great. And then Javier's like, well, it could have been better. Cause you know, Javier, um, had like falling out to friends. He went to different schools. He was a little bit of an outcast. Um, and I don't, I didn't answer the question because it was like such a positive conversation that I just didn't want to butt in with my negativity. (laughs) But the truth is that high school kind of sucked for me. Like it was really bad. (laughs) And, and I, I didn't share that on, on that podcast, obviously, because it was a positive conversation. It was fun. But then I thought, well, I'm going to record it. I'm going to record because I'm sure that not everyone had a great experience in high school. And for some of us, it was pretty shitty. (laughs) And people at school didn't make it any better. Um, I think my high school experience was, was pretty crappy because of my home situation. Um, and some people at school just made it a whole lot worse. So I think that's why I'm like a firm believer now in, in just being nice because you don't know what people are going through. So high school, my parents, um, started fighting more. It just became more of a norm and they got married really young. So they kind of had to grow up really fast and, you know, I think we all make mistakes. Um, we all, I feel like you kind of evolve and you, you mature as the years go on. So obviously not everyone is born being a great parent. Not, not everyone is born being a good husband or a good wife. Um, you, you kind of got to learn from experience, right? So from making mistakes, I think that's how you learn. But, um, high school was really tough because, my my dad who normally took care of the house like that was his his duties and and I think he put that upon himself really to to be like the the money maker you know and my mom didn't work so in high school everything kind of switched and my mom all of a sudden was the one that was working and my dad was at home and and looking back at it now and um, like mental health being such a thing now that it, that we talk about openly, I think, and, and a lot of people are realizing, I, I do think that maybe my dad was in a very like, was having a, was in, in a depression, I think. Like, I don't know if it was an episode or, or I don't know, just unhappy. Um, my grandma did get diagnosed with cancer, so I do think that was like a big part of him feeling that way. Um, but basically, my mom, like you know, stepped up, and and I think she felt like, okay, it's my turn now. You did it for so long, and and now it's my turn. And and so she did. She went out there. She she got a job. Um, he was kind of like. I don't know, not, I wouldn't say unable to keep a job, but he, I don't know that he was just looking, he had gotten hurt, um, one of his, like, shoulders, um, his knee was, was, needed surgery, so a lot of, like, health issues as well, 
I feel like those can make you feel helpless, especially if you've never had them, if you've always been pretty healthy. Um, you know, if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. So I think he just felt really helpless. You know, my grandma was was going through um, through chemotherapy. I'm, I'm sure that was tough on him, you know. And then the one thing he did have control over was uh, working and making money for his family. And then all of a sudden that that is also taken away, right? Because he got hurt. So um, my mom just kind of had to step in. And I think she felt like I'm going to take care of us now. I, I really, I really think she, she did it for like the love of the family and, and for us, you know, and, and she just felt like it was her duty. And it just started creating a lot of friction in the marriage because he just took it the wrong way. And I think that that kind of like, that kind of changed everything. So this happened when I was in high school. You know, I I feel like I didn't rebel much in middle school. I mean, I definitely hung out some people that were pretty rebellious, but, but I always kind of knew like, no, that's not me. That's not what I want. And then high school, I kind of, you know, there were like, there was issues at home. So I just, I started doing things I wasn't supposed to. So um, my ninth grade, I started ditching a lot, <laughs> like a lot. I feel like I never went to my sixth period, which was my last period of the day. <laughs> I was never there. Um, and and then we started ditching all day. We realized, hey, we can ditch all day until we caught we got caught, and and we went to one of my friends' house. And her dad, I guess one of the neighbors had said, like, hey, we saw your daughter and a bunch of friends come here. So so then the dad showed up, and the dad didn't know my parents. He didn't know who I was. So I just kind of like bolted out of there. So my parents never found out about that. Um, had they found out about that, maybe I would have stopped ditching, I think, but they never did. So I just kept going. <laughs> so I basically messed up all of my ninth grade year. Um, I was really far behind in credits. My parents were fighting more than ever. Um, my grandma was going through, through chemo. Um, my other grandma was living with us now and it was just tough. You know, I had like a couple falling outs at, at school with friends. And I think that I just didn't defend myself in a lot of those cases. You know, it was all like he said, she said. And I just didn't defend myself because I didn't see the point in defending myself. So um, I, I just kind of like bounced around from like group of friends to group of friends to group of friends. And there were really good moments in high school. So like marching band was really great. I had a really good time the year I was in marching band. Um, and then unfortunately, I just couldn't continue the following year because that, that would have been my senior year because I needed to make up so many credits from the credits that I was behind in ninth grade that um, I had to drop marching band. And it's crazy because I was like, oh, well, you know, I really like marching band. This makes me feel really good. I have friends here 
and this is like a really positive thing going on at that point I had kind of stopped ditching um but my counselor said well you're gonna have to drop it if you want to graduate next year because if you don't and you stay with marching band you're not going to be able to make up the the credits that you need so so I took it upon myself and just dropped out of marching band and that was really tough and now that I think back I think how mature of myself (laughs) because as much as I wanted to do marching band it's not what I needed to do so I kind of just dropped it um and (laughs) It's not like my parents ever went to go watch me play. They never once went to any of my competitions or like the the football games or any kind of like special event that we had. They were never there. And I think, I, I mean, I, I think I gave them a pass for a really long time. I said, you know, they were going through so many things in their marriage and in the family that it's okay. I understand, you know, but, but I think back now and I, and I realized, well, yeah, it, it is tough. I think to have marital problems because I'm married now. So I get it. I understand, but it, it's also, it's also, I don't know. I just think like, I would much rather be tired and hangry, <laughs> you know, um, like when I have to go to the Girl Scout meetings on Wednesdays, of course, I would much rather stay home, um, have dinner, you know, have a bath, um, watch some TV, then just rush home, get stuff ready, run out the door, go to the meeting, and then come back 7, 7.30, I'm having dinner by myself because at, at that point, like, Javier has already had dinner, so has Ezra. Um, of course, I would much rather stay at home, but you, there's just certain sacrifices you make as a parent, I think, um, and it may not be worth it at this exact moment, but just simply getting that smile, I think, from your kids or that appreciation maybe 10 years down the line, (laughs) I think that it's just going to make it all worth the sacrifices, you know, and I, and I just think my parents never went there. My parents never let themselves sacrifice anything and it would have been worth their while because they would have noticed that I really did love music and now I probably would have appreciated it and would have told them like, Hey, thank you for doing that for me. I know it was tough, but but they didn't. So that was like, hmm, I don't know. I think for a long time I tried to justify their choices, but they weren't the best choices, you know? And I'm sure they realize it now, but it just kind of sucks, you know? And um Anyway, they never went to to any marching band stuff. Um, so senior year, I kind of like kicked it into high gear. <laughs> and I started going to school like before school. I started, um, I made up the classes that I needed to make up. I stayed after school. Um, I think my junior year, I was 
working at the animal shelter on Saturdays just to make up credit. And I will say if, if um, like Saturdays at the animal shelter, or I think that was my senior year. Yeah, I think it was my senior year. Um, Saturday is the animal shelter. You know, you need. I needed someone to take me. And my parents never took me. So there were a lot of good friends in my high school years that without them, like, I don't know where. I don't know how I would have done it. So my friend and her dad, she was also doing the, the animal shelter. So he would take us. Um, and then they were always kind of like, I don't know. I don't know if they fully knew what was going on. I don't know if they, if they knew, I don't know that I ever opened up to anyone because eventually, you know, my parents did get a divorce. Um, and we were kind of like separated. So my brother and my sister went with my, with my mom and I stayed with my dad and, I don't know that I ever really told anyone about that time. I mean, they obviously knew I was living with my dad and my dad and my brother and my sister were living with my mom. But um, I don't know that I ever told them how like how bad it was sometimes because my dad was really depressed. And that's part of the reason why I think I stayed behind. I thought I was I was, you know, doing what I was supposed to by sticking by him. But But the truth is, he wasn't in the right set of mind to even take care of himself, let alone a child. You know, I wasn't really a child, but (laughs) you know what I mean? It was my senior year. But um, I had some really good friends down the road who would invite me over for dinner after school. And their families were so welcoming. And I really appreciate it because at home... (sighs) I didn't have anything to eat. (laughs) You know, my dad was at work and would come home and he would get out of work at five and sometimes he wouldn't show up until like 10 or nine. Um, And there was never food at home. So um, yeah, it was, it was really tough. It was really, really tough. And I don't know that I've ever, you know, I, I don't know that I ever opened up with anyone when I was in high school about that stuff. But I'm sure they all kind of had an idea because I, I think, why did they invite me over for dinner, you know? So I do appreciate the good friends I did have because they, they really did look out for me, even unknowingly. So <sighs> that was a tough year. That was a really tough year. And I think that the, the first couple years of high school were like leading up to that. So they weren't the greatest years. So when they were talking about it on the podcast, you know, they were like, well, high school was great. <laughs> you know, I was friends with everyone. And, you know, that's just what they were saying. I, I was just thinking, well, no, that wasn't my experience at all. It was, re- it was actually pretty bad. And I had some great friends. And I think it would have been a lot worse if I hadn't had them. But a lot of them were also like my poor choices. And I, and I think I can accept that. Like I, I made a lot of mistakes as well and had and made bad decisions. Um, I just, I think they were all like cries for help. 
for my parents to like, hey, pay attention to us, stop fighting, you know, and I'm sure my brother did the same. And they just wouldn't, they were just so consumed in their, their marriage and, and the issues that they had with each other, that they didn't realize any of that. So, you know, some of those friends that I did have, though, um, they really pushed me to graduate high school and get it together. So, um, so I did, I mean, it was, it was tough, but I did. And that was like such a huge accomplishment. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm sharing this because sometimes, you know, life at home can be tough, but, um, unknowingly those friends of mine really took care of me and it just kind of gave me that extra push I needed to to get through so so that was that was really good but I thought I don't want to turn this episode into a negative episode so I just didn't share it on the podcast that I was recording and I thought well maybe this is something that I want to share on my podcast because it's it's me it's more personal it's more it's me being vulnerable really is what it is so I think for for those people out there that maybe go through marital problems or are going through marital problems just know it's not just you and your husband or you and your wife going through it it's you and your kids if you do have kids because it is a a family affair you know (laughs) everyone is going through it so it is nice to check in with your kids and I think if you are divorced or separated or thinking about separation you know, check in with your kids because they're just as involved as you are in this and and invested in, in the relationship and the marriage. It's a family, you know, so do check in with them because you, you never know what is going on with them. Um, and sometimes I think would have, would the separation have been better when I was younger? you know, instead of 17 and like well aware of of what was going on. But I think it's always tough. So I know that, you know, sometimes thinking in the marriage is is difficult. Um, I think only you know what you're willing to put up with. And it's unfair for anyone else to tell you how much you should be putting up with or not putting up with. But um I do think it's important to check in with your kids if you do have some because you know they they're just just as hurt as you are so yeah that's that's just my story so um if you also didn't have the greatest high school experience i'm sorry that it wasn't and i hope that it got better and if it hasn't I'm really sorry too. Um, I mean, life is tough, but I think that all the difficulties we go through are for a reason. And we may not need those lessons now, but we will. And you just got to keep 
going. So, um, yeah, my, my life now has definitely gotten better. And I will say all those hardships have helped a lot and, and not having food at home, (laughs) um, helped a lot, uh, because it showed me that I love to cook. (laughs) So, so yeah. Um, and also I'm very like spoiling. So I tell the kids all the time, like you gotta eat what I make because I'm not making another meal, right? They already know I say that. <laughs> and then when it time it comes time to like eating and they say, I don't want to eat that. I'm like, okay, what do you want to eat? I'll make it. <laughs> I'm the worst. Ask Javier. I'm the worst. <laughs> so um, with that, we're going to take a break and then I'll be right back with hopefully something a little more lighthearted. Um, yeah. Hey guys, I'm back. So that was a, a nice little break. I got a drink of water. Sometimes I feel so awkward drinking water when I'm recording because I, I don't know. I just don't want to ever have to put you guys through me like gulping water. <laughs> um, and I don't think I'm a loud drinker. So I, I'm really not. You know, growing up, my grandma was really tough and um, she wanted us to like always hold our utensils properly so our spoon our fork you know all of that and she would legit smack our hands if we weren't doing it right on the table so and that also was the thing for like elbows on the table so like we don't put elbows on the table while we're having dinner because she would legit smack our hands and I think okay I also shouldn't drink very loudly I shouldn't sip like the soup, you know, or slurp the soup. So I'm very cautious with, with all that like noise or chewing with my mouth open because she was just really tough. (laughs) Um, I also think it helped out. Um, I can go to fancy dinners and not look like a fool. (laughs) So that's great. But, but yeah, it it drives me crazy now is the is the thing. Like if I see anyone like chewing gum with her mouth open it just like it really grinds my gears and I think what did you do to me grandma now I can't like (laughs) leave this poor person alone so um Javier knows what I'm talking about because sometimes he'll forget and he'll maybe like slurp soup or something and I just like turn to look at him (laughs) and he'll just say sorry (laughs) sorry I already know (laughs) so yeah that's the reason why I don't like drinking water while I'm recording. But anyway, um, there's this trend that's going on on Instagram, and I think it's the cutest trend. Um, it's a reel because that's what everyone does now, right? Um, but I can't figure out how to record that damn reel. Like, I'm pretty tech savvy. Um, I've been doing like a bunch of like graphic designs and like t-shirt designs and like sticker design things on um on the computer and it's actually going really well I'm surprising myself um at how much I have figured out how to do but I can't figure out how to shoot this damn reel or how to like put it together so I had Javier answer all these questions for me and I can't figure out how to do it uh, as a reel so if anyone can help me um, slide into my DMs, please, because I can't figure out how to do this reel. But 
I'm going to share his responses because I think, because <laughs> as I was asking him, he was like giving me his responses and I would say, really? That's what you think I am? And then he would say, it's not what you think. It's what I think of you. And then I realized, oh, he's right. You know, sometimes we see ourselves as as something, but how we're perceived by somebody else is completely different. So, um, yeah, I thought that was like, I thought it was funny. And it was like, a shut up, Val. <laughs> uh, so it's this trend that's going on. People are shooting these reels or like putting together these reels. And it says, if I was a dot, 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 according to my husband, wife, fiance, boyfriend, all of that, right? So I asked Javier, if I was a color, what color would I be? And he said, I would be amber, which is a great color because, I mean, I just love the color. It's like, if you don't know what the color of amber is, it's like, it's like honey, but there's an, there's a stone too. I think amber is a stone, but um, it's like an orange, yellow, like a really like peaceful warm color and I like it because I think I can be a little fiery so I I I get it (laughs) but I also think I'm pretty like peaceful and easygoing so um yeah I don't know I just thought oh thank you thank you Javier for picking that for me (laughs) uh next was I asked him um what season would I be and he said a fall which I thought great because I would have picked fall for myself too and but fall everywhere else not California because we don't have a fall here we just have California weather (laughs) and it's either like summer or everything else um so he means like a fall like where the trees turn orange you know there's leaves on the floor um like a cold lake, that kind of fall. Uh, Then fruit. I asked him what kind of fruit did he think I was. He said strawberries. And then he said, um, you know, just to spice it up a little bit, um, because I am Mexican, he said strawberries con lechera. And and I was like, okay, I get it. (laughs) Uh, Time of the day, he said sunrise. And I think this is when I asked him, like, really? I think this is when I told him, um, I said, really, I'm the sunrise? And he said, it's not how you perceive yourself. It's how I perceive you. And I said, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, flower, I asked him, what flower would I be? He said a water lily, um, which I love. I don't know that I've ever thought of myself as as like a rose or or like a sunflower. It's not me not my vibe. <laughs> um, a thing, I I don't think I asked him this. I think he just threw this in here, but, or maybe I did ask him, but he said, if I was a thing, I would be a candle. And, and I thought, yes, I would be a candle. <laughs> um, holiday, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. I think we should be grateful every single day that we're alive because we're alive and breathing. Um, and we're able to get up and walk and breathe by ourselves and talk by ourselves. So every day we should be thankful, but Thanksgiving is the one day that everyone takes to be grateful. And it just makes me feel so good. Um, 
because I think like finally for once everyone is being thankful. Um, now I do think we should be like that every day, but it just feels like such a good day for me. I don't know. I, it's the weirdest feeling, but I love Thanksgiving. Um, weather. Oh yeah. This one bugged me. He said, if I was like, a weather I would be sunny and I thought ew I hate the sun I hate summer I hate the sun I want rainy gloomy moody and he said again it's how I see you not how you see yourself and then I just thought oh that's kind of sweet if he's referring to me as the sun it means like I'm sunny and a good personality and you know who I don't know. I just thought it was kind of sweet that he said that. <laughs> um, next was food. And everyone was like saying pasta on the reels I've seen. Um, and he right away, and I th really thought he was going to say pasta for me. But right away he said chilaquiles. And I was like, yes, I want to be chilaquiles. So I'm really happy um, that he said that. And then for drink, he said I would be an horchata. Which I would have taken ochata or maybe jamaica too or even agua de melon. Those are my favorite. Um, but yeah, I thought that's me. That's my personality. You know, chilaquiles or Sundays are for chilaquiles at my house or Saturdays. Um, yeah. And then candy, he said I would be anything with tamarindo in it. So um, yeah, my favorite candy is the pelon and I think that's tamarindo. So um, yeah, his responses were great, and I thought, I can't wait to put this reel together, and then I couldn't figure it out. I tried all last night. I don't know how people are making reels, um, and if you know how to do it, please help me because I don't know how to do it. Um, I feel like I, I can figure almost anything out, but it just wasn't working out. Like, I couldn't add the font, and then it was, like, moving too fast, um, I don't know. It was just so weird. I don't know how people do this. A and I was kind of thinking, well, I mean, I thought about it after because it's very rare for me not to be able to do something. And, and I just keep overthinking it when I can't figure something out. Then I realized, well, this is their job. Like, this is a lot of people's jobs to be on social media, to stay on top of this, to be consistent. So they got to figure it out or else they're out of a job. <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I guess I get it, but yeah, it's, it's tough. Um, so I'm actually watching here. I'm kind of like I'm present, but not really present, you know, because I have my phone here and like fantasy football is going on or football is going on and I'm watching my fantasy team um, and I'm just always nervous as I'm watching this. So um, I feel like I've always had a pretty good stomach <laughs> and I don't get um, nervous pretty often, but on Sundays, it's a whole different story. Um, I get pretty nervous and my stomach feels all woozy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm sorry if I'm just zoning out. It just now I'm watching football. So, you know, any 
any football fans out there. Um, maybe that's why I like fall so much because it is football time during the fall. So I really like that. Um, yeah. So the, this was a, a, I think I'm going to cut it short. This was a pretty short episode. Um, I feel like we dove right in and it was like vulnerable. Um, I was holding back tears at times. Um, I'm a firm believer in showing your emotions and crying when you need to cry. So um, I can be a crybaby. I don't like giving speeches at uh, like important events because I feel like I would just tear up. Um, (laughs) So I'm glad I didn't cry. If at times you hear my voice breaking and it makes you feel awkward. I'm sorry. Just know that I feel awkward too. So um, yeah, thank you for listening to me. And I hope you guys have a great week. And you eat something great for dinner tonight. Because Sunday dinners are like super important to me. Um, so I hope everyone has uh, a great rest of the week with your families. and you get to have some great conversation with your kids if you have kids um yeah and just remember we were all young at one point and it always felt like everything was really serious so just be nice to your kids and easy on your kids because something that may seem so insignificant to us as adults might feel like the end of the world to them and that's okay because at one point we were all young and we all felt that way so um you know just be nice and it might sound silly but it's true so i hope everyone has a a great rest of the week um talk to you guys next week bye